Retro Globia 2020. Follow us on Facebook or email us at teamlafia2020 at gmail.com. Here is your host, James Jacks. Welcome. Welcome to Trump Mafia 2020. I'm your host, James Jacks. So the numbers come out today, they're phenomenal. Can you believe it? 4.1% growth. And the way that the media is trying to turn this into some type of negative, like, oh, well, we can't sustain these type of numbers, and the economy's going to overcharge, and everything's going to collapse, and we're all going to die. That's what they want you to think. (laughs) Just like... When the unemployment numbers came out, Nancy Pelosi rolls out. Hey, these numbers, unemployment numbers are not. She came out and mumbled something about how we're all going to die because we have record low unemployment. I mean, I guess the Democrat Party could die. I mean, politically, that's possible. Because if, you know, less people are depending on the government, that's not good for the Democrat Party because, you know, that's pretty much all they got. So today comes out, the numbers come out. Phenomenal. I heard people in CNBC saying yesterday they don't expect over 4% growth. Let's play that clip. Year and a half ago, two years ago. I absolutely could have because the quarterly numbers are pretty volatile and we've really juiced the economy with fiscal policy. So the underlying trend has already been moderate. Build in some fiscal oomph on top of that and uh, you've got some real momentum here. The job market obviously closing in on full employment. So we see a four handle, maybe 4.5 is the estimate I'm hearing uh, most uh, commonly. Just for the record, because yeah. you're, tomorrow there are going to be people saying this has never happened before. It's happened before. <laughs> We had a couple of quarters, 2014, where we had about four and a half, five, two, two, months, uh, two quarters in a row. I think the real way to understand the underlying trend in GDP. So I kept hearing this all day today. Well, this has, we haven't had these type of numbers since 2014. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell are these people talking about? I don't remember that. Because you know they'd be celebrating the streets if we have 4.1% growth of GDP. So I started looking into it. I went on government sites. I went back to 2014 news articles. It was hard to find exactly what was going on, so I was looking more and more, and come to find out, I found this clip actually is uh, from Russ today, and he kind of breaks down exactly what I was saying, because he was looking into what I was looking at. I couldn't find none of these numbers, and I was, it was kind of hard to believe that these people were even saying, well, there's, they haven't been this great since 2014. Obama averaged 1.8% growth. I remember at some points they would say 1% growth and then redact it a couple weeks later and say, oh, it actually wasn't one. It was negative one. I mean, it was horrible. The numbers were horrible when Obama was president. Everyone knows that. So I'm thinking to myself, what are these people even talking about, you know? So I started looking around trying to find things. I found this clip of Rush. It's from today. He pretty much sums up. Got that clip, Rush Limbaugh, clip three. This is the best pace in nearly four years. When I saw that, I said, what are four years? The Obama GDP never was over 3%. What is this last four years? And they claim that the third quarter or second quarter of 2014 saw a GDP of almost 5%. I said, I don't remember that. So I got busy. I went out there and I started looking this up. And sure enough, 
If you go to the Bureau of Economic Analysis, which is an arm of the Commerce Department, you'll find that right there, it's either Q2 or Q3, second quarter, third quarter of 2014, is a GDP of almost 4%. The next quarter is barely over 1.5%. So what's this? So I started, because I don't remember this. I don't remember remember that figure even being promoted and bandied about and heralded. And I still can't find what it is that caused that. The closest I can get to it is that it was right in the middle of quantitative easing where we were printing money left and right and giving it the stock market for the purchase of equities uh, to keep the uh, illusion that the stock market was going gangbusters, even though Main Street wasn't. And then I remembered that there was a time Obama redefined the calculation of gross domestic product to include something as nebulous as intellectual property. No other uh, capitalist or Western democratic nation includes intellectual property in the calculation of GDP. And then I remembered, and all of this is still kind of fuzzy, and then I remembered that there was also a, the memory of that quarter was starting to slowly come back as I looked into this. And I remembered that most of it, and this was reported, most of it, had to do with the massive growth of government. He's exactly right. I remember when the numbers would come out, they would blame it on global warming. Oh, all this global warming, we had so much snow, people couldn't leave their house. And that's the same thing, by the way, Target would do. Remember when they had the tranny bathroom stuff and their numbers started to plummet because everybody was boycotting them, or a lot of people boycotted them, obviously. The CEO came out and blamed global warming, which is a total fraud. But that's what the Obama administration, so that's what the that's what liberals do. They always got an excuse. They always have good intentions, and then they got an excuse for the results because they're always horrible. Look at Detroit. I mean, look at Baltimore. Look at New York. They're horrible. The results are horrible. They all have good intentions, but it never works out. And the same thing with Target. It's the same thing with Obama when he was in office. They always had an excuse for the good intention. It was always some garbage he would come up with. So I'm looking into this today. I'm watching, I'm flipping around on YouTube, finding, you know, listening to these clips. And when the numbers come out, you hear a certain message. And I was actually kind of shocked to hear this message. Here, the economy grew 4.1% in the second quarter. Just getting that number in. It matched expectations from economists and is the best reading since 2014. U.S. markets are getting a big boost on this news. Jonathan Lemire, great news for the country, and the president is sure to capitalize on it. Whoa, great for the country. Have you ever heard that on MSNBC? The un-American communists over there on MSNBC? I've never heard him say that. And what show is this, by the way? It came out this morning, so it must have been, what, Joe? Was it Joe? Morning Schmo? Where was Schmo today? He couldn't make it to the morning Schmo. Schmo couldn't make his show. <laughs> Were the numbers too fantastic? He had to stay in bed today? Is that what happened? Obviously. Watching my phone for the tweet that's coming at any time. But this is also the heart of the issue. As much as this, of course, this investigation matters, these stories matter, the tape matter, right there about the, the, his, the economy, that is going to dep- have, play more of a role in his re-election chances than anything else. And this is something, if, if the economy keeps roaring, we certainly have plenty of time for it to slow down. But if that is something that the president is... We, pl- we still have plenty of time for what Bill Maher hopes to happen. 
Bill Maher hopes that everything collapses and we all suffer so we could bring in Bernie Sanders. We still have time for that, though. Don't worry, guys. He's sitting around six people that hate the country saying, don't worry. Everything's going to collapse at some point. Don't, you know, don't give up. We got to keep the fight. We got to keep pushing, you know, porn stars and lawyers, secret tapes. To wrap his arms around. We expect a full court press here over the weekend into next week. Yeah, you're getting a full court press, buddy. And of course, the president's going to come out and talk about the numbers. Of course he is. Was the media going to do it for him? So the message went kind of, you know, oh, well, this is actually pretty good for the country. You really want the big picture? Yeah. yeah. This has been a good week for Trump. How? Um, I mean, look, we get out of CNN land for yeah. just a second. Give it to us. And 4% growth. <laughs> Let's get out of CNN land for a second. <laughs> This is this morning. This is what they're all saying when these numbers first came out. This is a good week for Trump. And this is on CNN, by the way. The United States, the Europeans back down on trade. He now looks like a winner on that. <laughs> and now they got to admit that the EU backed down. Just the other day, they were saying that Trump backed down to the EU. <laughs> now, even on CNN, they're admitting this. And they got to admit that he's winning right now. <laughs> you know they hate reporting this stuff. You know it drives them crazy. The North Koreans, more progress with remains coming. And stuff about Michael Cohen. Uh, I mean, is he credible? He was Trump's lawyer. Uh, if you are a Trump supporter, this is just blah, blah, blah. Now, the hell... You're damn right it's blah, 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 because if you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and drink two cups of coffee and work for 13 hours, you don't give a damn about tapes or what Playboy model Trump paid off 10 years ago before he got married. No one gives a damn, bro, and it's not just Trump supporters, it's even your libtard followers, you know, with your low viewership that even watch. No one cares, man. That's why nobody's watching y'all. It's just unreal, so... The message went from what I just played, like, oh, these numbers are actually pretty good. And next thing you know, this is what I'm hearing later on in the day. The magic bean has moved GDP. How much of this number was going to be sort of soybeans? Getting those soybeans out there before any kind of tariffs hit. Buying by overseas of soybeans ahead of these retaliatory tariffs. Farmers that grow soybeans had a huge surge in exports, and we're going to see that reverse. Soybean exports stockpiling ahead of what many feared would be a trade war. <laughs> so they literally, the meth, like it's, when the numbers come out, they respond like a normal person will. The media does. Like, hmm, these numbers are pretty good for the country. And then it's like some overall message comes out to the, all the media to start saying some some type of, you know, cult-like message, and it's soybeans. I mean, these people need, that. these men on that clip need to lay off the soy, by the way. I mean, these people are lunatics, though, because, and they're just so controlled. I mean, I just played you two clips when they first come out. You hear what they're saying. Wow, Trump's actually winning. I mean, look at EU backing down. You got North Korea. You got these numbers coming out. Everything's actually starting to look pretty good. And it's like some overall message comes out to all these people that are in the controlled media that are pretty much controlled by the deep state. These people are deep state parrots. That it's the soybeans. I mean, these people are lunatics. I'm going to tell you what it is. And they're going to try to make it seem like it's anything but that. And one of those clips I played earlier on uh, CNBC, one of the first ones I played, 
they bring on another guest after the next guy. I guess we cut that out for some reason. But he starts saying, we can't sustain these numbers. We can't. These numbers are just way too much. It's going to overheat the economy and we're all going to die. Because that's always their message. That's all they have. North Korea, we're going to die. Russia, we're going to die. Trade wars, we're going to die. And then Trump keeps winning. And it's not just Trump. It's us as deplorables. We're taking these people on. We're the ones getting censored all over the place. We're the ones taking these people on. So it's us that are winning. And they keep pushing this garbage. And, you know, anytime something's about to drop that's good for us, they always roll out some recycled garbage that no one cares about. And last night they rolled out the, oh, the president knew about the meeting with his son and the Russian lady and all this stuff. Even if he did, it's not illegal, man. They just keep rolling out recycling to distract you from the message. So you hear MSNBC and CNN come out and say, hmm, this act's pretty good. It's pretty good for the president. And then it comes out, soybeans. Uh, the soybeans, uh, the magic bean is, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's just so obvious that these people are controlled. That's all I'm trying to point out. And I'm going to tell you, the reason why we have these numbers right now is because of the policies. This is the private sector. This isn't Obama 4.1% growth that has to do with government growing and then him adding it to the GDP. This is actually the private sector adding jobs, tens of millions of jobs. And we have a president that's not controlled by the globalist New World Order. This is a real president that is doing real things. And he's going to continue to win. And these people that are controlled are going to continue to attack. We would never have these numbers with Bush, Obama, or Hillary. And that's the bottom line. In the report, in the second quarter of this year... The United States economy grew at the amazing rate of 4.1%. We're on track to hit the highest annual average growth rate in over 13 years. And I will say this right now, and I'll say it strongly, as the trade deals come in one by one, we're going to go a lot higher than these numbers, and these are great numbers. During each of the two previous administrations, we averaged just over 1.8% GDP growth. By contrast, we are now on track to hit an average GDP annual growth of over 3%, and it could be substantially over 3%. Each point, by the way, means approximately $3 trillion and 10 million jobs. Think of that. Each point, you go up one point, it doesn't sound like much, it's a lot. It's $3 trillion and it's 10 million jobs. If economic growth continues at this pace, the United States economy will double in size more than 10 years faster than it would have under either President Bush or President Obama. Oh, you know they hate it when he comes out and says that. These numbers would have never happened if we had a president that was a puppet for the New World Order. I mean, that's what he's saying. It's hilarious. So, as the media tries to figure out ways to turn this into a negative and distract you with Trump Tower meeting Russians and all this stuff, no one cares, man. I mean, we care about winning. We care about our country and our future. 
And right now, the future is looking pretty damn good now, isn't it? And it's because Americanism is on the rise. And we're going into the future. These people want to hold you back. They hate everything you stand for. And we're going to continue to win. And last week, I talked about the multiple attacks they have against us. And one of them is rolling out the Russian garbage. Russia hacked the election. And they want to take over. I guess they want the federal government to take over the elections, in my opinion. Because that's, that's the direction that I feel like they want to go to. Because they're saying that Russia actually hacked the voting machines now. I mean, that's ex- what they're saying. So... They're attacking us on that way. They're, they're attacking us by censorship and everything else. And guess what? We're fighting back. We're actually on offense this week. And we had tons of victories. EU. Tw- Trump tweeting about censorship. He's investigating why conservatives are getting censored everywhere. And we're going on the attack. And it's just great to finally see that. Rosenstein possibly getting impeached. And yeah, I know the Republicans caved, the leadership caved, of course. But what are they going to do in November when their asses are gone? When Paul Ryan's gone? And hopefully we can put in Jim Jordan. Is it possible? I don't know. But what's going to happen when these people are gone next year? He's going to be impeached. And that's just the beginning of that. Uh, Great to have you on. Congressman Meadows, let's start with you. What are you accusing Rod Rosenstein of specifically? Well, really, for nine months, we've asked for documents, and and that's all we want are the documents. And and what we found is not only have subpoenas been ignored, but uh, information has been hidden. Uh, The efforts have been stonewalled. And I guess for us, it's all about transparency so the American people uh, can judge for themselves. And so, you know, they may be able to ignore Congress, but they can't ignore the American people. This is what uh, Andy McCarthy uh, wrote in National Review. We either have a country or we don't. We, I mean, the 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 Congress has been requesting these files for a long time. They finally roll out, you know, how they got the FISA warrant on people in the Trump administration, and they black out like half of it. And then the little bit they put out is devastating. The activity these people were doing, and Rosenstein was right. I mean, he was right there the whole time signing off on all these FISA warrants, all this garbage. And now he won't even give what the Congress is asking for. Congress is over. They they literally are over the FBI and all this. But you wouldn't think that when you listen to the media. You would think that Mueller is the president and they really run the country and Trump's just some guy out there in a, in a house that happens to be white. You wouldn't think that you just don't, it's the illusion that these people put out there, and they're so arrogant about it, you know, Peter Stroke and all these people, they're just so arrogant, James Comey, look at them, they're all the same, and they won't even give the files that they're asking for. Uh, he said, Rosenstein and Ray, Chris Ray, FBI director, work for Trump. They're not Obama holdovers, they're Trump appointees. If they're defying Congress, it's because the president is permitting them to do so. The president is empowered to give his subordinates a direct order to comply with... The president was trying to play nice with the neocon establishment and the Republican Party. He tried to put in people, he tried to work with them, but, you know, it didn't work out. But I will tell you, Jeff Sessions is definitely compromised at this point. There's no doubt about it. 
but he is the biggest disappointment so far since Trump's been president. That was probably the biggest mistake Trump's made so far. But who could imagine Jeff Sessions, a guy that's been been in Senate for so long as a patriot, would just come out and just do this to us? It's really disgraceful. You think about it. Congressional demands and to fire them immediately if they fail to do so. He's kind of looking down on this idea. Uh, yeah, Congressman. We've sent a letter to the president, um, Mark, myself, and uh, Congressman DeSantis saying declassify the information, get all, get us all the information. What is he? By the way, if you're in Florida, DeSantis is winning right now big time against the Department of Agriculture Commissioner. <laughs> what a joke. Go DeSantis. Have you ever spoken to him about this? Why won't he declassify we, these? We sent the letter several weeks ago, uh, but the bottom line is we've sent numerous letters to Rod Rosenstein they haven't complied with, two subpoenas they haven't complied with. We've caught the Department of Justice hiding information, redacting information that they should not have redacted. We know that Rod Rosenstein threatened House Committee Intel staffers threatened them, chilling impact when they were trying to do their job, our job of getting doing the constitutional oversight we're supposed to do. And we all know what the Justice Department did with the dossier. Never forget, Rod Rosenstein signed the third renewal, signed that, which was which was based on the dossier, which we know came parts of it came from Bruce Orr, high rank official through his wife Nellie, the whole the whole ordeal. So we're tired of the Justice Department giving us the finger. And not giving us the information we're entitled to do to do our constitutional duty. More importantly, you know what? I got to say, Jim Jordan is a patriot. And maybe in, at some point in the future, he should run for president because he is a patriot. And that's why they're attacking him and all this garbage that happened when he was a coach. I mean, give me a break. If you saw Weinstein's face whenever he called him out, that <laughs> Weinstein was pissed when Jim Jordan called him out. It was hilarious. American people are sick of it. That's why we filed the resolution. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you about what House leadership, including outgoing House Speaker Paul Ryan, is saying about all of this. But Greg Sherritt, I want to go uh, to you. Yeah, thank God he's outgoing. Can you believe it? Paul Ryan. <laughs> Greg, this is what happened on Capitol Hill just recently when Congressman Jordan was trying to question Rod Rosenstein. Let's watch. Mr. Rosenstein, why are you keeping information from Congress? Congressman, I am not keeping any information from Congress that it's appropriate. In a few minutes, Mr. Rosenstein, I think the House of Representatives is going to say something different. I don't agree with you, Congressman. I don't believe that's what they're going to say. And if they do, they'll but be I disagree, mistaken. but I think, be I think... Uh, no love lost between uh, the Republicans on Capitol Hill and, uh, and, and Rosenstein. Greg, what's going on? Do you think this idea of uh, an impeachment uh, vote, uh, if they can get one, is a good idea? Absolutely. Rosenstein has treated Congress with nothing but contempt and should be held in contempt and impeached if appropriate. Uh, this is a guy who has been covering up from the very beginning for nine long months the origins of the Trump-Russia hoax. As I argue in my book, he and others never had any evidence of collusion. There was no evidence of crimes or intelligence to justify a counterintelligence probe. Rosenstein is the guy who put his signature on a document to renew the wiretap warrant application. And he... Oh, remember when they were making fun of Trump for saying that? Remember when the New York Times came out January 20th, 2017 and said, we've been wiretapping you? And then all in the paper, they said that. We called them out for it. They went back and erased it off their website and then said, we never said that. 
And then they bash the president down to nothing for saying that he's been wiretapped. Remember that? That was your boy uh, Rosenstein behind that. No, that that was a fabricated, phony document. He didn't present new evidence as the law demands. And he vouched for its authenticity when he knew it was unverified and fabricated. And that is a fraud on the court and abuse of power. Also, you remember the Friday before Trump was going to go meet Putin. Rosenstein came out and indicted the Russians or whatever. And he said it had nothing to do with timing of the president. I mean, give me a break. And like I was saying about the Trump Tower, Donald Trump Jr. and the Russian lady, they always roll out something right before there's some type of big victory, you know, coming our way. And... uh it's pretty sick because all we're trying to do is just build this country up. We're trying to make it stronger than ever. And you have these people just, they're always there. They're always trying to bring everything down. But it's really not working no more because all they have is, you know, the parrots of uh, the deep state. And that's the CNN, NBC, ABC, New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times, on and on. That's all they have. So if no one's watching it or reading it, what do you have? You have people out here actually working and feeling better about the country and the economy and the future of this country. And they're building up more confidence and you could tell. So the point of this is we are fighting back. And yeah, they did fold up on impeachment of him, but it's just the beginning and when we kick their ass all over the country in November, and then they blame Russia, of course, it's not going to matter because the tidal wave's coming. They could blame what space aliens. It doesn't matter. The tidal wave's coming, and I broke that down in a few other shows. Um, the leader of the Democrat Party, the chairman, came out and said he's depending on Mississippi, Arizona, Texas, and somewhere else. Tennessee, if they can win all those states and then keep every single house they could take, I mean, give me up. It's not going to happen. And we're going to kick your ass because y'all are a bunch of lunatics. So you can blame Russia and all this stuff. When all that happens, Paul Ryan's going to be gone. And we're going to have a new speaker. And we're going to hold his feet to the fire, whoever it is. Hopefully it's Jim Jordan because he announced the other day. I'm sure they're going to do everything they possibly can to stop that from happening. When that happens, you're really going to see the war start against these people, and we're going to kick their ass. But we have to get more power in Congress, and it's going to happen in November. And that's all I got to say. And we're going to keep continuing to fight. And you're seeing the fight right now as we speak. They come out and they say, you know, all these fake stories and just trash every time you get a victory. Well, y'all better enjoy it while you can. Because when it when it comes down to it, y'all are going to lose and we're going to win and then we're going to take this country to the whole nother world and we're going to celebrate all over the country whenever we beat your ass in November. Do you understand me? Because it's going to happen and you can blame the Russians all you want. So we're fighting them back on so many different ways to the point that To the point that all they can, you know, all they can say is, oh, Russia, Russia, Russia. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so funny. That's all the cat is Russia. He's still talking about Russia. But we're beating, we're fighting back on the censorship. We're fighting back by trying to impeach Rose. It didn't work. But hey, that's the beginning of the fight. And don't think it's over because in November, everything's going to change and we're really going to take control. that I've been notified have been shadow banned. Myself, Mark Meadows, Jim Jordan, and Devin Nunes. And the thing that we obviously all have in common is that we are four of the strongest supporters of President Trump, and we've been very critical of the Russia investigation. So I don't know if that's the reason why we were supposedly inadvertently caught in Twitter's troll trap, but it seems very suspicious to me. Of course it does. It's been happening for years now. And now that people in Congress are being censored, because they thought it was safe to let some people get censored and some people not. Well, now, guess what? Now they're censoring you. And I'm going to tell you this. There is going to be a bill of rights that comes out for the internet. And all this stuff is going to stop. Because it is illegal what they're doing. They're discriminating against us for our, our political beliefs and that we're free thinkers. And at the end of the day... They're going to lose. I mean, we're done with the censorship. We're done with y'all saying Russia. We're done with all this trash. We're done with you bringing up, you know, Stormy Daniels and all this. It's over with. And now we're trying to pull the clearance of the deep state operatives. John Brennan, Comey, all these people still have secret security clearance. Why? Why do these people still have secret security clearance? Enemies list a list of former national security officials. That is not what you see in a democracy. That is exactly what you see in authoritarian regimes. This is an abuse of executive power. This is, this is Erdogan's Turkey. This is the sort of attack on free speech, the press, and the rights of individuals to speak out in our country that really uh, doesn't serve the president well. It's an autocratic kind of move. It's the kind of thing you'd see in a banana republic. I have been... Banana Republic, oh, dictator. This is something, this is a war against the press. How is it a war against the press that someone that works for the news has secret security clearance and they go on Twitter and tell the president he better shut his mouth. They say he's treasonous, saying pretty much he needs to be put to death. How does this guy still have security clearance? And, you know, we are pushing this issue last week on the show and this week it all hit, you know, what happens is the base comes up with issues to get back on offense, and then the president talks about it, and then we just hit him where it hurts. It's like a missile coming dead at him. And it's so funny to watch these people squirm. Huh, this is a war on the media. Huh, why? Because we're trying to take secret security clearance from John Brennan, the guy that's a, is, that converted to Islam and voted for communists. <laughs> I mean, we broke it all down last week. It's just hilarious. So, you know, the point of the story is we're going to continue to fight back. So you have to be politically active. You have to get in the fight every which way possible. And whenever we win, we're going to take it to a whole nother level. And these people aren't going to be able to defeat us at all. You got people at CNN being kicked out of press pools. You got these people freaking out because of secret security clearances. You got the EU tucking their tail between their legs and Canada and Mexico and, and China's next. 
You got them just freaking out, trying to roll out whatever garbage they could possibly think of. Oh, Donald Trump Jr. met with a... <laughs> he should win some type of an award for trying to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. That's what you're supposed to do when you're in a campaign. Of course he was trying to get dirt. He was only there for a matter of minutes. It's not illegal, bro. It's not illegal for him to pay off a former girlfriend right before he gets married to Melania. None of this stuff is illegal. So y'all keep talking about it. No one cares. We care about the numbers. We care about the GDP rising. So y'all keep saying that we're all going to die every single time something good happens and you try to distract us with all your garbage. It's not going to work. We're not Bob Dole Republicans and we're going to fight back. So, email us, the letter T, mafia2020 at gmail.com. We eventually want to extend the show to an hour. We want to have guests. If you want me on your show, there's tons of shows out there. We may not agree on every single thing, but guess what? We're not a cult like the Democrat Party. We don't agree on every single little thing, but we can... How we need to support each other. If you support lower taxes and the Second Amendment, hey, we're all in this together. And we got to stick together against these people. Because you know how much they hate you. You know how much they want to defeat us. They're not playing around and neither am I. So we're going to continue to make this show better. We're starting to get a lot of plays on the platforms and I really appreciate that. And we're going to continue to grow this show. You know, this... Trump Mafia 20, I had some uh, websites in the past that have been censored. I talked about that because it really made me where I didn't even want to get on the internet. And I didn't. I didn't have nothing for years after I got censored off everything. But back in 2016, we started this page as a page to, to post articles about Hillary Clinton, the deep state, and all the, in back in the election. And, you know... We contributed to that victory. And then it became a thing about memes and stuff. But don't think this is a joke. Just because we post a lot of memes, this isn't funny. This isn't a comedy. And I don't, I take this very serious. I'm defeating these people politically. Because we are in a war. So I just want everyone to fully understand that. And just understand, I'm not here to sell you window blinds or pillows. I'm here to sell you the message of Americanism defeating globalism. Because that's the ultimate enemy. It's not conservatism liberalism and we're all being pushed into this you know left right garbage but at the end of the day it's if you support your country or not do you support these people that want to burn flags in front of maxine waters office or do you want to support the country and that's what it all comes down to so you know we're winning on every level i mean look at it. Rand paul goes on chris on uh tucker carlson talks about john brennan and secret security clearances Trump picks it up, tweets it out, and they freak the hell out. And we're just letting you know, yeah, we can't get rid of the, maybe we can't get rid of the secret security clearances on these people right now. Yeah, we can't impeach Rosenstein. Yeah, we can't do a lot of different things. But you better bet your ass in November, we're taking over the House. We're taking over, we're going to get more power in the House and more power in the Senate. And it's going to happen. And when it's all said and done, y'all will lose and we will win. And we're all here for victory. So you need to pick a side at this point. If you don't know what side you're on, if you're kind of in the middle, you, you look at Vice.com and you, you watch the Turks and all this trash. Because I know majority of these shows 
on these podcast platforms are leftists and somehow you stumbled across this evil conservative, you need to pick a side because at the end of the day, it is America against these people that are controlled by globalists. So y'all have a great week. I want to thank the Lord, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for dying for my sins. I want to thank for the military, the police, the deplorables out there. Everyone that's in this fight to defeat these people politically, we are here for victory. So don't play around with these people and take it very serious because it's your kid's future on the line. Just remember that. I'm signing out. And if next week I'm not censored, we'll be back. This is Trump Mafia 2020, and I'm James Jacks. Have a great week. Email us at tmafia2020 at gmail.com.